Blog Talk Radio.
You know, happiness is a dimension of our own nature. Happiness, from a spiritual point of view, is not based on conditions or circumstances. Innately, we're happy beings. We're spiritual beings. So that means that happiness and joy are already built within. And as we're growing spiritually, we are removing filters from seeing or feeling the happiness that's already there. When we're somewhat blocked, happiness is conditioned. We say, well, I got a new car, therefore I'm happy. Or this person didn't call me back, therefore I'm unhappy. And so it's conditioned-based. But as we mature spiritually and we begin to touch into our real nature and being, we notice that we're happy regardless of what's going on. Something bad happens, we don't like it, but the happiness is still there. Uh, someone doesn't call us back, some plan doesn't work out, we don't like it, but the happiness is still there. So that's a sign of spiritual maturity. So can we define happiness as the way to transform every emotion and transform it in, to feel something great? Yes, you, you can uh, basically, you, you discover your happiness when you're able to see that in every circumstance there is possibility, there's potential, and there's an energy behind it pushing you to a greater expression of, of, of who and what you really are. People become frustrated and unhappy if they feel there's no way out, if they feel that every road is blocked. But in reality, with a capital R, there's no such world. No world like that exists. We're surrounded by infinite possibilities. And so with a shift of perception and attitude, you begin to see those possibilities. And those possibilities uh, invite us uh, to activate potential within us. Uh, the gifts and talents within us that are latent, the possibilities invite us to activate, to discover and activate those, those possibilities. So again, then happiness would be us uh, becoming more ourselves. That'd be a very blissful state, you see. So it doesn't deny that bad things happen in the world. It doesn't deny that people die. People die on us. You know, people leave. Jobs change. It doesn't deny that. But when we come to an understanding that even with all the changes that are going on in the phenomenal world, there's still something about us that's permanent. There's something about us that's forever. And that part of us that's forever is spiritual, which means it never... It never began and it will never end. And as we become more and more identified with that, identified not just in, with a belief system, but identified that with some kind of spiritual practice, some kind of focus, some kind of intention, then our life takes on a whole different, a whole different vibration. How we can overcome the fear of rejection? Rejection is paying too much attention. The fear of rejection is paying too much attention to what other people are thinking about you and other, what other people are thinking about what you're thinking about. And people live in that kind of a bubble. I wonder if that person likes me. I wonder if this person appreciates me. And those are, uh, that's the wrong mode of being in the world. You have to think about what the universe thinks about you. And the universe thinks you're important. The, the, whatever name you want to use, you can say the universe, you can say the cosmos, you can say God, whatever. What, what, is, what does the universe think of you? And because you were created, you have meaning, you are important, you're worthy, you're worthwhile, because you weren't made accidentally. You weren't just accidentally made. Uh, nature didn't just come together and accidentally make you, you know. 
there was a perfect idea behind you with c complete potential and possibility uh, to be activated. So you have to begin to think about, we all have to begin to think about, how does the universe think about me? Not how does that person over there think about me? Not how those group of people over there think about me. That's a waste of my time. Then I start to people please. I start to do things to make them like me, and, and, which may take away from my mission, may take away from my authenticity. It may take away from my, my powers, because I'm thinking about what they're thinking about. And they're thinking about what I'm thinking about. Everybody's thinking about what other people are thinking about what they're thinking about. <laughs> no. And what difference do you, do you see between pay attention to others yes. and learn from feedback of others? Yeah. yeah, you can learn from feedback from others. I'm not overly concerned about what others are thinking about me because I'm, I'm living my passion and my purpose and my intention and then life gives me feedback. If, if I'm being stubborn in some area, then, then, then there'll be some feedback from either life itself or from people. If, if I'm being arrogant, you'll get the feedback. If you're being wishy-washy, you get the feedback. So you learn how to pay attention. And, you know, as you, as you mature, and become more comfortable with yourself, you're able to take criticism. And what happens is uh, you start paying, uh, you start seeing, what, what, what they're called the two imposters, criticism and praise. There are people that praise you and people that criticize you. But after a while, you don't really care about either one of them. They're called imposters. And so if somebody's criticizing you and saying, oh, you don't know what you're talking about, you know, shut up, whatever, <laughs> you, 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 you don't care. It's like, thank you for your feedback, <laughs> you know. And if somebody says, oh, you're the greatest, you're the greatest, you, 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 you're the best. You say, thank you, for your, thank you for your feedback. You start treating both the same because you're not trying to get something from the people. You're giving a gift to the people. You're getting your information and your energy directly from the life force, you see. You're getting fed by life. Life is giving you information and you're sharing it. And if people don't want it, and they say, ah, it's a bunch of baloney, thank you. I won't give it to you, you know. And if somebody says, I want it, thank you, here it is. But after a while, praise and criticism, you don't really care because you're, you're, you're becoming so in tune inside of yourself. Yeah. It's, like, it's like if you are a mathematician and you know that 10 plus 10 is 20, you know it, it's not an opinion, you know it. And you stand in front of a group and you start to do your math, and somebody says, I don't believe that. What are you going to do? You're going to say, okay, thank you. You know, you know 10 plus 10 is 20. You say, okay, thank you very much. <laughs> Good example. They're giving you feedback where you need to grow. Because when you get out here as a public figure, people talk about you. If you do really good, they talk about you more. If you yeah. do really, really good, they talk about you really, really more. It, it yeah. goes with scale. And then you learn this. Um, mediocrity attacks excellence all the time. And so if you're seeking to live a, an excellent life, those who are, have agreement with mediocrity, they attack you because you're making them uncomfortable. They want to stay small, so they attack people who are trying to do big things. Let's talk about the law of attraction. According to you, how we can use the law of attraction? Well, the, the basic, first start with the basics. The basic law is what you chronically think about is what you bring about in your experience. A thought is a unit of mental energy. Energy can never be created or destroyed. Energy just keeps changing itself into higher or lower expressions. 
So if you're constantly thinking negative, you know, uh, life is hard and, and then you die. There's not enough good jobs around. Uh, there's no... Decrease crisis. Yeah, there's, everything is working. Then you, your, your body temple gets that message. The cells of your, of your body begin to hear that. It starts to produce, produce toxic chemicals. Your immune system starts to become unhinged, starts to be, be impaired. Your thinking starts to go down because of the toxic chemicals. And you start to bring about what you're thinking about. You become sick, uh, not as much energy, so therefore your opportunities are depleted. Uh, your energy is down, critical thinking goes down. And then you start to bring about that negativity that you're describing. But you change it around and you begin to say, you know, I'm surrounded uh, by opportunities. Life is good. Everything is working together for my good. I, 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 I'm surrounded by infinite opportunities. Uh, prosperity is right here. And then what happens, when you start to say that, your mood is lifted, tonic chemicals and endorphins start to go through the body, starts to amplify your immune system, your thinking becomes more clearer, you start to see life differently, opportunities, you start to see opportunities that you couldn't see before, possibilities open up that you didn't even know about because your attitude has changed, and what looks like the law of attraction is simply you lifting your vibration so that you can see the potential that's here. And then we call it the law of attraction, but what it really is, I call it the law, of, the law of radiation, the law of emergence. Because what you're doing is allowing that which is within you to come out and, and to radiate and to emerge and to express. And then in the physical form, good things happen. And it looks like it's a, you're attracting it, but what's really happening is you're radiating it and what you're radiating is becoming visible. Don't even think about changing the station. You're listening to The Bottom Line with your host, Joey L. Heat makers. Heat makers. Crack music. Crack. Right about this time, I'd like to say a prayer for everyone out there. Bow your head. To all the sinners all over the world. Pray for you I could dig it. Uh-huh. Pray for me, I pray for you, I even pray for my enemies, so girl. Where I'm from, we don't live long. The good guy young. Where you from? Where I'm from. It's still getting cold in the summertime and dark in the daytime. Where I'm from. I've seen all the stuff and niggas fall and I swear it didn't take time. I watch niggas go and change it in no time. Everybody got the throne until they hit the king. Yeah. That nigga speaking malice. 
but he's so valid, he's in our hips like Khaled. Then take his top off in that Maybach. Forgive me, God, don't let me say that. But Lord knows I've been to hell, I'm on my way back. I ride dirty in that barn for that payback. I'm fine. It's still getting cold in the summertime and dark in the daytime. But I'm fine. Seen all the toughest niggas fall, and I swear it didn't take time. All my niggas gonna change, did it no time. They gon' try to throw shade, so we don't shine. We gon' go and fight the rollies for the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and bless them in your heart. Always do that. 
And you see, you magnetize yourself for that good when you bless other people. But you know, if you have a jealous spirit, oh, look at that. Why should they have that when I've got so little? Yeah, because you, you work, you operate your mouth against yourself. That's why. There's a verse of scripture also said, that says, Thou art ensnared by the words of thy mouth. You know, the mouth can be a dangerous thing until you learn how to operate it positively. <laughs> Some people are like a prosecuting attorney against themselves. Every time you think of something good, you talk yourself out of it. Yeah, but I know, I just know, I, I sure wish. No, but I can't. But oh, I sh Lord, I sure wish. Thou art ensnared by the words of thy mouth. Don't do that. That, that stems from your grand perennial roots and, and my perennial roots. <laughs> the remarks that I heard so persistently was that all I want is just enough to get by. And then the one that my generation used was, how's it going, man? I made it. I made it. Now, that's another thing, and I want to warn you about this. You know, a lot of people are good at visualizing things for other people. Yeah, that's for Rockefeller. <laughs> that's for those rich people. You'll pass by those mansions in Bel Air and Beverly Hills that look at this where the rich people live. Look, look at that. That's for them. And you're really telling yourself, well, that's for them. I see them with it. But I don't see myself with it. Making what? <laughs> the standstill syndrome of hold on has been the banner of black America since we were imprisoned in this country and culture. Survival was of the utmost importance. Just to live through was the theme of survival for the captured Africa. Okay, if you can see it for other people, why can't you see it for yourself? I taught people to do this. Here's a little technique. That whenever you see people being, doing, and having good, always be glad for them. Always rejoice for them. And, you know, say good things about them in your mind. I said, look at that old rich so-and-so. The Bible says, curse not the rich. Reverend Ike says, if you curse the rich, you'll never be one of us. <laughs> <laughs> it became a fixed mechanism in the pseudo-culture that the African was developing in this, quote, foreign land, unquote. How to survive, the need to survive, the whole syndrome of survival is a slave mentality syndrome. I remember some years ago, I uh, drove up to our place up in the mountains in, in Monterey overlooking the, the ocean. And my custodian at that time was a very fine gentleman who met me outside and he saw that brand new mink, silver, gray, and blue Rolls Royce Corniche. And he said to me, he says, oh, Reverend Ike, he said, I saw this car in my visualization the other day.
I say, yeah, but you made one mistake. You didn't see yourself with it. <laughs> so I got it. Prosperity is the correct concept for the African, where most of the wealth of the planet has been drawn from. Most of the gold, most of the silver, most of the diamonds, rubies, emeralds, pearls, Africa, that says the land from which we adhere is a rich land. A land flowing with milk and honey that God's so-called chosen were sent to that land as a promised land. And when you decide it, you've got to do what? Believe it! Another picture. Look at the so-called Egyptian, the African of Kemet and his and her culture, laced with gold, laced with silver and precious stone. The point I'm making is that you're from a rich culture, a rich past. It's back here, the idea to be rich, to be prosperous, to be well-to-do. Okay? The illusion of poverty is just that. It is an illusion. In this teaching, that would indicate, yes, law, meaning that you have an affirmative attitude toward the law, which works to bring you to the demonstration of the good that you believe. In this cycle we are in, of high dispensation, that includes wealth. You're supposed to get back something. Surely God is able. Say that. Surely God is able. Say it again. Surely God is able. The third time. Surely God is able. And I like to make it so very personal and say it this way, surely God in me is able. Say it again. Spiritual prosperity includes material prosperity. It includes mental prosperity. It doesn't exclude anything. The masters who presented themselves to a given people renounced material materiality because they were demonstrating spirituality. They didn't need to harness and stack up anything. They could have anything they wanted when they wanted it. When you believe, nothing is impossible. So you got to believe. That's real prosperity consciousness. To have what you need and want when you need it and when you want it. It is not having a large bank account. Because the bank owner might go off with your money. <laughs> In your consciousness, that's where prosperity is. See it! Let's hear it! See it! This deals with visualization. <laughs>
We're not listening to whom we're supposed to be listening to. We're listening to the things that worry and trouble us. The things that confuse us occupy much of our minds. There's an answer for every question. There's a solution to every problem. Where is it? Inside. It is important that you learn how to work in the theater of your mind. And I want to leave that term with you. Say, the theater of my mind. There's no more God out here than there is in there. Now, I'm going to tell you something important because, see, somehow we don't think we're supposed to get rich unless we work and save our money. And that's a practical, good way to do so. And, and I'm not going to knock that. You know, you know it, 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 as much as I dislike eight hours a day, <laughs> it, it's practical and it's significant and it gives a, a sense of purpose and direction. Wealth is given. It is not earned. I now enter into the theater of my mind and look upon the stage of my imagination. And you've got it set there. And, you, and then I will say, I see myself. And then you describe yourself as you wish to be. So repeat this after me. I now look upon, I now enter the theater of my mind. And look upon the stage of my imagination. And I see myself as I wish to be. While we sit here, somebody's getting rich. And I want you to think about that instead of somebody tricking you out of your check. Money is an idea. How many ideas can you contain? What is it that brings you your good? Oh, there I am. Look how healthy I am. Look how happy I am. Listen to the way I'm laughing. I'm just the exact weight that I want to be. Look at that. My dimensions are as I would have them to be. Just look at me. And look at all that money around. What are you passionate about? What is it that you really love with all your feelings? Can you transfer that to money? Yes, you can, if you want to. So learn how to see yourself being, doing, and having the good that you desire. Enter the theater of your mind. Look upon the stage of your imagination and see yourself. And it's important that you see yourself being, doing, and having the good that you desire. Systematically, this man kept trying to destroy everything that something was giving him. He was doing it to himself, not the white boy. 
He was doing it to himself. Very good. The power of the word. Spoken words. And we need to control that faculty. Huh? Because we take words and throw them like daggers. And they get results. Yes, you got to see it. You remember Flip Wilson, the comic, who used to say, what you see, what you get, that's true. And the man who said to me, well, Reverend, I saw this Rolls Royce carnation in my visualization. He made the mistake. He didn't see himself with it. So, also, when you see people with good, always say also, and when you pass those fine homes, fine cars, people are looking good, say, that's for me. Let me hear you say it. Say it again. See, bless it, bless them, and say, that's for me. That means that you include yourself in that idea of good. Thank you. 
Do you have a big plan? Um, yes, I got a big plan. I'm going to be leaving the world soon. No, and no. Going, before you oh, leave, okay. before you, no, before you leave. That's my big plan. No, no, because you're doing valuable work. Do you have a plan of how we could make civilization better, more humane? Yes, more, yes. Okay. Education. Quite simply, read and study and turn off the television. Turn off all the silly nonsense of government, and it's just incredible nonsense. And start educating yourself. The United States federal government is a privately owned company. That's a, it's a corporation. The whole government. Of course. It's a private. It's like General Motors, Ford Motor Company, uh, Sears. So uh, it's, a, it's a privately owned. But see, most people don't understand. The United States government is a corporation. It is a privately owned company. Who owns it? Oh, well, that's different. Now you're getting... Now, <laughs> no, the right yeah, now you're asking the right question. <laughs> right. Who <owns> so, <clears throat> so there's a world of difference between the United States and the word United States of America. Oh, really? United States of America is a republic. Uh-huh. It's based on the, con con uh, the, the, the bringing together of 48 separate countries. Each, oh. each state in this unit is a separate country. Okay. And so you're crossing over from California to Nevada is like crossing over from France to Spain. Right. And so you can't do things in Nevada you can do in California. So you, you can't do things in, Cal in New York that you can do in Florida. The United States is the recognition of separate countries, but the United States of America means... Those are United States. Uh -huh. So, but each one's a state, like uh, like the state of Virginia is like the state of Israel. Right. It's a country. It's referred to as a state. And as a matter of fact, you know, there's a world of difference between <clears throat> there's a world of difference in words and law. I mean, when you go to court, there's a very big difference between a trial by jury or a jury trial. Doesn't mean the same thing. Uh huh. There's a very big difference between California state and the state of California. Doesn't mean the same it thing. It doesn't? No, what, no. Like what's the difference there? Cal, right? Cal State is the state we call California. That's the state. Uh -huh. But state of California yeah. is different. What's that has nothing to do with California. That's the federal government operating within the confines of the state of California. Oh. So anytime you see the state of, that means it's a federal corporation operating within California. But California is called Cal State. That's why you have California State University, California State this and California State. That's California. But state of California is the federal government. Uh, do people know that you No, 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 no. People don't know any of this. None of this. Nobody <laughs> because it doesn't have anything to do with football. So who the hell needs to know about any of this stuff? I need to know cuz I don't like being played for a fool. Yeah. I want to know who's running this country. You don't want to be manipulated. I, 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 don't, I refuse to be manipulated. I want to know exactly who's doing what. I want to know how they're doing it and how are they messing with my mind and my money and my family. So I want to know. 99% of people I run into, they couldn't care less as long as the beer's cold and football's on. They don't care. But when people vote for, like, a president, what is happening? Are, that that, you go to the polls. What is a poll? I mean, you, a poll is when you take a you take a consensus of the people. Which one of these fruitcakes do you want to bow down to and give your money to? Do you want this group all here, or that airhead here, or this ding-a-ling over here? Right. We just want to know the basic concepts. What, what which one do you people like? It, it obviously doesn't <clears throat> seem to matter. They all work for me, so it doesn't matter. But but uh, but right. to make you people happy, would you rather have a woman over here? Or would you rather have a black guy? 
or would you rather have this uh, old white man? Which one would you like? Nothing uh, changes. You mean Obama says? Like, it doesn't yeah, matter because yeah. I own them all anyway. Right. It's who, just who, business. Who, Come who on, this is a mob. Well, who is the mob? We're talking. We're talking the mafia here. Well, we're who, talking who, the who, underworld. Who are these people? You know, the the, the Illuminati, the. Um, just business, nothing personal. Don't take this personal. <laughs> but there's someone behind it. Oh, you bet there is. Huh? Yeah. But they're in Europe. They are. Yeah. I've always been interested in the occult. Occult is simply a word meaning hidden. And so much of our powers in this world and the way things work are, are hidden. And uh, the more one looks at this subject of how the world actually works, you begin to see that there's a magical system, and I'm telling you, there really is a magical system dominating the world of the Western civilization. To go to the basis, the fundamental foundation on which things sit in order to understand, begin to see how magical use of words and terms and symbols are used you need to start looking at the world of the occult in politics and religion. And the powers that be in this world have set up a world of symbols and emblems and terms and catchphrases. And it, once you understand how this system works, it's fascinating because for the first time the world opens up to you a whole new perspective on how government works on how banks work, on how institutions and education, it is very well planned, organized, and directed. There is a hidden agenda, so to speak. And it's been my uh, desire to uncover this. And once you begin to see the symbols and realize that the symbols for the national coats of arms for countries, the flags, the seals, the presidential seals, the emblems for the logos and emblems on corporate uh, corporations, especially the, uh, the, the corporate emblems for motion pictures and television companies like Columbia Broadcasting System, CBS has the I. The Colombian uh, system goes back to the Colombian faction of the Illuminati back in the early 1700s, not the late 1700s and I set up a system of merchant banking and had their Phoenician Canaanite symbols and words connected to their societies, their banking societies. We're talking about in the Middle, in the middle East. And then through the Greece and ultimately through Rome and then into Britannia and ultimately into this country comes an ancient Druidic Phoenician Canaanite magical system of finance, government, education, and all of it is right in front of you. But if you don't understand what the words are and what the words mean, you're never going to figure out how uh, this stuff works. And incidentally, where, where do you find a bank? We go to banks all the time. Where do you find a bank? Banks are on both sides of a river. They're called river banks. What does a river bank do? It directs the flow of the current sea. Your money is referred to as the current sea. This is why when you go to court, you have the current electricity because it's the juice. And if you don't have the juice, you don't have it. So if you don't have the juice, you can't capitalize. And the capital is a Latin word meaning money.
Consequently, Caesar ruled from what was referred to in history books, Caesar ruled from up on the hill. It was called Capitol Hill, Capitoline Hill, with the Senate. You need to understand that Washington, D.C., as a Jesuit Catholic establishment under international maritime admiralty law, and once you begin to see how the system of the ancient uh, Catholic system, the Jesuits, the ancient Roman Empire, the Phoenician Canaanite banking system is all part of a world-dominating system. Again, I'm saying you better do your homework. You need to understand that according to the old Phoenician Canaanite system, which we call today our judicial education on judicial system, there is no law in this country or in the Western world, no law, federal, state, county, city, commercial, it makes no difference. There is no law on the books anywhere in this country that applies to you as an individual creature. There is no law. They have no control over you, your flesh and blood self. But somebody has to control this show, and so consequently, the ancient Phoenician Canaanites developed a, new, a system by which they would assign to every person a second you. And this is the way it works in America. There is two of you. Consequently, the system has made each one of you a corporation. And how, how now do you distinguish which one, uh, when someone's addressing you, that they're addressing you as the one that your mother gave birth to, or the corporate you? For every piece of important bills, insurance, driver's license, identification, uh, taxes, I don't care what it is. If it's a piece of business, period, in any kind of way, shape, or form, your name must, by law, international maritime admiralty banking law, your name must appear in all capital letters. When you sign your name, upper and lower case, that is applying to your body. Your, your flesh and blood self is spelled, according to British and American law, upper and lower case, capital letter, lower case. That's you, your personal self. There is no law that can be applied to an upper and lower case name, period. Pass and read on a check what, what is said where you sign your name. That's why the attorneys tell you, you better check the small print. The Bible of business on the earth. Uniform Commercial Code. Uniform Commercial Code is based directly on Vatican Canon Law, on the Roman Canon Law. Consequently, when a ship pulls into port, it pulls in and stops in its call in its berth. The ship is now in its berth. Because it is on the law of the high seas, or commercial maritime, UCC commercial law, rules the seas. So when the ship pulls into its berth, the first thing the captain must do is to present a certificate of manifest to the port authorities, which means that the port authorities need to know how much is on this ship that you're bringing into our country and our economy. How many TVs, how many cars, uh, whatever you're bringing, how much are you bringing into our economy? 
So you have to have a certificate of manifest of what is the value of your ship here. What are you doing? Consequently, when you are born, you come out of your mother's water. Therefore, you must have a birth certificate, a certificate of manifest, because you are a corporation-owned item. You are a human resource. This goes back to the German Nazi concept that every human coming out of their mother's water must be birthed. And therefore, you have to have a certificate, a manifest, to see how much this individual is going to make for us in our new world order. I'm telling you that... Tune in every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on the bottom line with Joey L. On the new Evolution Radio Network. Gotta stay sharp out here. Gotta stay in the loop. Do what you did yesterday, you Heat maker, crack me. It's not a weapon they can form against me that will prosper. I've been whipping far deadlies with an ill posture. Selassie, I know some deadly rosters. I've been dancing with the wolves, it's like Kevin Costner. Picking up the cases like Betty Crocker. Facto. I can give it to you hard if you already rock. How you want but that? keep it low, cause you know you don't want the feds to pop up. From the real with all this money, only the feds can stop us. On birthdays was the worst days Now I might pop 80 grand on a Thursday Count that up 2.2 pants is what the birds weigh If I'm a pastor, please tell me what the church say Heard you Be cool when I swerve through Call the goons up, the niggas gon' purge through I done live through things that might disturb you uh, Promise this ain't the life you're looking for. No such my car, but I don't know what they looking for. Secret indictments, and I don't know what they took them for. I see mommy in the kitchen, she was cooking raw. Uh oh. The trap house is the trap door. Packed house, now we coming through the back door. It was black tops rocking a black door. Now we hopping out of traps with the mad dogs. Nah, that title does not fit you The culture is not with you Your verses are not scriptures I was the first and 15th block clicker In the spot with the blicker The plot got thicker I only indulged in weed and not liquor Trying to have the best work and finish my rocks quicker Prices got cheaper, the hell's all mine Now the work that I'm touching can get me some real time I kicked it with the Lord, he sent me some real signs I started to record, I wrote me some L rhymes The love and hate thing, I'm Dealing with real lines Now it's two guns up So I got to conceal nine They wait for you to die Then they label you a legend I'm debating on the new M8 Or the X7 Fire Figure either one to be a good look Yeah, count my blessings Get my lessons out the good book Promise this ain't the life you're looking for You know, search my car, but I don't know what they looking for Secret indictments and I don't know what they took them for I see mommy in the kitchen, she was cooking raw Uh-oh The trap house is the trap door Packed house, now we coming through the back door It was black tops rocking a black door Now we hopping out of traps with the mad dogs 50 pointers in the chain just to hide the pain Tryna count up all this money, probably wreck my brain probably will. Free that nigga never, free that nigga man Use all my niggas to the system, probably go insane Real street nigga worked a few M's Rapping real street shit, dropped a few gems I know them niggas mad I'm in the new Benz Fuckin' spend another dime on some new rims Niggas from my hood die from niggas from my hood But everything I learned came up out the hood I took my niggas with me straight up out the hood But they'll call you fake, you make it out the hood 
Bitches turn sour, niggas turn snake. That right. They shutting off the power when the payment late. No, they when you broke, niggas love you when you rich, they hate. Pussy. They plotting on your death, trying to set a date. Feel me. This ain't the life you looking for You know, search my car, but I don't know what they looking for Secret indictments and I don't know what they took them for I see mommy in the kitchen, she was cooking raw Uh-oh, the trap house at the trap door Packed house, now we coming through the back door It was black tops, rocking the black doors Now we hopping out of traps with the mad doors that the first matrix 
was designed to be a perfect human world where none suffered, where everyone would be happy. And it was a disaster. No one would accept the program. Entire crops were lost. Some believed that we lacked the programming language to describe your perfect world, but I believe that as a species, human beings define their reality through misery and suffering. The perfect world was a dream that your primitive cerebrum kept trying to wake up from, which is why the Matrix was redesigned to this, the peak of your civilization. And I say your civilization because as soon as we started thinking for you, it really became our civilization, which is, of course, what this is all about. Evolution, Morpheus. Evolution. Like the dinosaur. Look out that window. You've had your time. The future is our world, Morpheus. The future is our time. I'd like to share a revelation that I've had during my time here. It came to me when I tried to classify your species. I realized that you're not actually mammals. Every mammal on this planet instinctively develops a natural equilibrium with the surrounding environment, but you humans do not. You move to an area and you multiply and multiply until every natural resource is consumed. And the only way you can survive is to spread to another area. There is another organism on this planet that follows the same pattern. Do you know what it is? A virus. Human beings are a disease. A cancer of this planet, you are a plague, and we are the cure. Can you hear me, Morpheus? I'm going to be honest with you. I hate this place, this zoo, this prison, this reality, whatever you want to call it, I can't stand it any longer. It's the smell. If there is such a thing, I feel saturated by it. I can taste your stink. Every time I do, I fear that I have somehow been infected by it. It's repulsive, isn't it? I must get out of here. I must get free. And in this mind is the key. My key. There are people that's awake, and there's people asleep. Now, most people on this planet are asleep. So, let's break it to the least common anomaly. Let's say the black community. We, it used to they say 5%. <laughs> no, it's like old point something now. That's right. You see. 
that's asleep. So you're going to be lonely because of the simple fact that people are asleep. Now, how is this? You have a chakra system in your body. And these are nine wheels of consciousness. Most, uh, excuse me, seven wheels of consciousness. There's like 160 chakras, but seven major chakras, just like there's seven African powers. <clears throat> now, what has happened here to give you a scientific element of what's going on so you can clear this up so you don't have to go and be trying to holler at somebody and they laugh at you and they don't want to hear that shit. Because your family will beat you down and niggas in the street will beat you down. You're going to try to give them a message. Now, had you around here crazy. Now, the chakra system, the lowest chakra is your sacral vertebrae. That's your root chakra. And that's where the majority of the people's um, consciousness is, on the root chakra. So the only thing that they can get down with is desires. What feels good, what tastes good, what smells good, what looks good, what sounds good. Yeah. You see, the, Lord the basic sen uh, senses, you see, on that particular level, they are called the automatons, which means automation. Okay. They moving, but they ain't, they're brain dead. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Now, you don't even get into this particular consciousness that you can partake to understand what things is until you're radiating from the heart chakra. Mm -hmm. You see, the heart chakra. That's why the Egyptian, the heart, the scarab, the heart scarab was the most important. Even when you died, they'd throw the brain away. But it was the heart that they preserved. Because that's another, that's where your true self is. But you got to radiate from the heart chakra and then you elevate on into the pineal gland. But most people's consciousness is in the root chakra. On the five senses, the animal level. They can look pretty, they can have a PhD with a degree. They tell you it's only a degree of information. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, a degree of information, it has nothing to do with a person's behavior. Mm. Whether they're conscious or not. You see, it has nothing to do with what a person wears. It has something to do is where they incarnated down here on a certain level and they're radiating above the root shock. And I guarantee you this right now. Even if some of you all just coming into consciousness the last couple of weeks or the last year, I guarantee you, you always felt special since you was a baby. Now, I've been asking that question in my lectures around the country for, 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 for 16 years. And I ask everybody, how many of you all always thought that you were special? And the whole room always raised their hand. You didn't know what it was. You see what I'm saying? But you thought it was special. And you always had a thirst for something that you didn't know what it was. And it was this model. Let me give you an example. When I was, on, when I was in college, I was standing up one time. I had finished school. And I was standing um, on the college campus with one of the coaches. We got to be good friends, one of the basketball coaches, Coach Holmes. He said, well, how do you, how do you feel, man? You, you've you educated yourself. I said, man, I don't feel shit. <laughs> I didn't know at the time. I said, I told him, I said, I thought when I came here to this university that when I left, I was going to have some kind of knowledge. I didn't know what the knowledge was. All I know is what I went, I went through for four years, I didn't have shit. I, I, I knew, 
I felt empty. Now it was it was you know it was a couple of years later that what I was missing I realized was knowledge. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I, I but but I knew something was wrong. You see, and that's what it is. You you always thought that you was you you that, that something was missing, and that's why it's actually because you were, you you were gravitating but above the root shock. changes right now a lot of people are experiencing the changes whether they personal business financial whatever experiences you experiencing right now I encourage you to make sure you go do your meditation work right very important time so peace to the gods welcome to the show this is the bottom line I'm your host Joey Bounce L Bay I want to thank everybody who came out to the Atlanta seminar last weekend with Jonah Bay Right, our next seminar that we're going to be uh, having is going to be in New York on the 17th of August. All right, same location as last time. Um, I'll put the flyer up. It's going to be at the Marriott in Midtown. All right, so if you want to attend that seminar, you go to MakeMoreCommerce.com. Go get your ticket. All right, you get the ticket online or get it at the door. All right, again, that's August the 17th. We're going to be in New York, Jonah Bay and myself. we got about two or three more dates before the end of the year. We're going to hit the West Coast. We're going to hit the Midwest. So we got some more dates. So I encourage y'all to make sure that y'all try to hit those dates before we end our tour season. Right? Because we're going to be in a hibernation mode. All right, so with that being said, also, go to makemorecommerce.com. If you need any documents, webinars, set up a consultation. Last week was uh, a really busy week, um, and so I got a lot of extra consultations that came in last week. So uh, if for whatever reason I didn't hit you up um, or you're missing the product or anything like that, make sure you reach out so we can take care of you. All right. Also, we have a new section on our site. I told you about it before for businesses, right? If you have a business and you want to sign up and you want to promote your business, we have a new business section on Make More Commerce now. So you can go up there, you can promote your business, you, but you got to sign up and be a member, and you must have attended a seminar or bought a product, okay, to become a member, right? So we're not charging for the membership fee, free membership, okay? But you got to do business with me, and then you can come and do business with everybody else. And you can sign up and promote your business, and uh, we're creating a network for people, you know, so y'all can network with each other. Right? We can make more commerce with each other. All right. So with that being said, welcome to the show. Call the number 347-989-0194. If you want to hop in and holler at me, press the number one. All right. So this is going to kind of be a short show tonight because I don't have to really talk too much about this topic because a lot of y'all are familiar with this topic. Now, it's important that we review this topic because 
often find myself talking to people, right, um, who are new, who are still very much confused about a UCC and its purpose. Okay. And, you know, I think it's funny because there's so much misinformation and disinformation and correct information that sometimes you, unless you actually are taking your time with this information and really studying it to make sure that, you know, you know what the hell you're doing, you may miss something, right? You know, that old, what's that old adage in the Bible? It says, study to show thyself assured, right? You got to study this shit. So... I'm going to pull up some information tonight. And we're going to look at the UCC. We're going to look at what is the UCC? Why do you need it? Right? And is it really effective? Okay? Now, I know a lot of people out there have filed UCCs and they've done them and they've done them incorrectly when they've done them. So, you know, we kind of got to look at this holistically. Right, so we can get a full understanding because see, this is important because a lot of y'all are dealing with issues, you know, where let's say you discharge something or you didn't accord the satisfaction on a particular item, and these people haven't released what's yours, whether it's the title to the house or the title to the car, right? Whatever it is, right? And so the UCC can become effective when you are in a debtor creditor relationship, right? When there's a debtor, somebody who owes some money, or who owes a particular item for whatever reason, and then there's a secure party who's got a security interest at hand. You understand? Now, the Uniform Commercial Code, okay, is a comprehensive code, right? It addresses most aspects of commercial law. That's that's your, your banking law. That's your money law, right? Now, the UCC is not really law. And if it is, it's technically special law. But I want you all to understand something. Every state has codified, for the most part, I think there's maybe like one or two states that maybe don't have it, but the majority of these states have a UCC. Now, there's a federal UCC, like there's a federal constitution, and then each of your states create their own state UCC, right, based on that particular federal UCC, same way they do with their constitutions today. There's a, uh, there's a mirror effect, right, that takes place here. You know, and it may be hard for some people to see, but everything is done in synchronicity with these people. So, you know, that's just how they do things. So, I, I think what's important for us to really grasp tonight, right, is the fact that, you know, we have full faith and credit. So, when you're using the UCC, and if you use it effectively, right, it's it's supposed to hold up in other states as well. Okay? Now, the UCC, right, the text, the draft provisions, and all of that shit that they have in the UCC, right, those are written by experts, right, people in commercial law, right? And what they do is they submit drafts of approval to the National Conference of Commissioners of Uniform State Laws, okay? 
used to refer to as the Uniform Law Commissioners. Now, in collaboration with the American Institute, these are the people who put together your UCC codes. Now, the commissioners, these are always attorneys. Remember I told you about the Law Revision Council, right? The Law Revision Council is the same shit. The people sit around and they create the laws, right? They're attorneys. Well, I should say they sit around and create the special laws. This is where you get your codes and all that shit from, right? Okay, so the commissioners, these people are all attorneys, and they're qualified to practice law. That's what you want to call it, including state and federal judges, right? Legislators, law professors, right? You hear that? Even law professors. Now, these quasi-public organizations, they meet, and they decide whether to endorse the drafts or to send them back for revision. Now, the revision, right, that whole process that can result in several different revisions of the original draft. This is the same shit that happens, once again, when they're creating stuff like the U.S. Code, right, or different things like that. You can go, go look up the Council of Law Revision. You'll understand what I'm saying to you. Now, the revision process may result in several different revisions of the original draft. Okay? Once the draft is endorsed, the Uniform Law Commissioners recommend that the states adopt these rules. So, I want you to understand how the UCC comes about. Okay? It comes about the same way that they make the other so-called rules. Now, the UCC is a model code, so it does not have a legal effect in a jurisdiction unless the UCC provisions are enacted by the individual state legislatures as statutes. So currently, the UCC, in whole or in part, has been enacted with some local variation in all 50 states, just like I told you, okay? including D.C., Puerto Rico, Guam, Virgin Islands, shit like that, right? Now, the rules for each transactional area are covered by the UCC, right? And they're collected into separate parts, right? And we call these shits articles, okay? Now, each article is then arranged systematically as consecutively numbered parts based on subtopics, right? So then you get stuff like uh, sales, which is on, under Article 2, leases, Article 2A, negotiable paper, right? Which is previously known as commercial paper, it's under Article 3. Uh, bank deposits and collections, Article 4. Fund transfers, Article 4A. Letters of credit, Article 5. Bulk sales, previously previously known as bulk transfers, Article 6. Documents of title, Article 7. Investment securities, Article 8. Secure transactions, Article 9. See, Article 1 of the Code contains a set of general provisions equally applicable to all subsequent articles. So Articles 10 and 11 contain provisions for effective dates, repeals, and trans- transitional matters. Okay, so it's very important if you understand that every single one of these articles, especially when you're doing business, are there to protect you in business, right? Especially when you're doing you know, business where you're dealing with a lot of capital, capital gains, shit like that, right? So it's really important for y'all to know this shit, not even, you know, just on a, on a personal level, but on a business level, too, okay? Now, if anybody wants to know um, where this information is coming from, this is coming from Duke Law, okay, from uh, Duke University, okay? Now, the primary source for the UCC 
is one, the code itself. Two, the official comment of the UCC permanent editorial board. Excuse me, the primary sources of UCC research. The code itself, the official comments of the UCC editorial board, the permanent editorial board, and the judicial opinions, which interpret and apply the code as enacted in a particular state. Okay? So, they, when they're making the UCC, they actually use judicial code. Now, besides the text of the code itself, the official comments are almost universally treated as the most authoritative sources in the construction of the code section. Okay? So a UCC, um, in terms of, you know, if it's in federal or state court, right, it covers shit like bankruptcy, right, um, you know, foreclosures, mortgages, liens. See, when they write these codes, they write them to cover all financial transactions. You know, and I'm going to tell you what's interesting is that when we first started doing these things, you know, we, we really thought that um, the UCC was the end-all, be-all, right? We were like, oh, shit, do a UCC, that's it. But the UCC is nothing more than a financing statement. It, it, it specifies um, when there's a security interest, right? And it's filed to perfect a security interest in collateral. It also establishes priority liens, right, in the case of a debtor defaulting on a bankruptcy. And I explained this to you a couple weeks ago. Say you discharge something or pay something off. Why haven't you done your notice of a lien and then done your actual lien, which we'll talk about on another show because that's going to take us into the non-UCC. But why haven't you actually done your notice? Are you trying to perfect your security interest? Well, you don't perfect your security interest with a UCC-1. And this is the reason why when most of y'all have done UCC-1s on yourself or your business or whatever, it didn't have full force in effect because it's not an actual lien. So notice, the financing statement. Okay? So the UCC financing statement, right, UCC-1, right, if you look at it, it, it tells you straight up. Here's the debtor. Okay. Here's the creditor. Now, really important to understand that when you do a UCC one, what you're creating is a counter deed. Now, this is really important because you know we we overlook the counter deed. Let, let me just pull that up for y'all. Now, and, and see, this is the shit I'm talking about right here. Let me pull this up for y'all. Here we go. A counter deed is a secret writing, either before a notary or under a private seal, which destroys, invalidates, or alters a public one. Isn't that interesting? Now, let me, let's look at another one. Right, because there's so many um there's a lot of definitions out here. Let me pull another one for y'all. Well, that's pretty much they pretty much all the same. Alright, so we understand that the counter deed destroys, right? 
alters or creates a whole new deed. Now, most people are going to say, well, what, what's a counter deed exactly, right? Is the UCC the exact counter deed? Well, it's the notice of the counter deed. This is why you do a non-UCC. But now, I'm going to pull something for y'all because this is cool. Hold on. All right, now. Let me read this to y'all. A public deed. Here we go. Public is of relating to or affecting a population or a community as a whole. A public deed is a public document, original, which comes from a public employee, someone acting for the community as a whole, with the authority to attest document. Private is belonging to some particular person. Now, let me ask you a question. Are you in the public or are you in the private? The current deed, let's just talk, let's take it, let's, let's take the car for example, right? Say that you have a car, car title. It's not your name, but you've paid it off already. You've already settled with these people, but they haven't removed their name as the lien holder. Right? So as as the lien holder, right, because they haven't filed a UCC. They don't have a counter deed that you know of, right? That's your non-UCC. So do they really own this car? And then don't forget possession is nine-tenths of the law. Who really owns your vehicle? I would say you do. Don't forget that is abandoned property. These people abandon the property. Now, a counter deed is a secret deed that is executed before a notary. Or under a private seal. A counter deed destroys, invalidates, voids, and alters a public deed. So when you decide to do a non-UCC and a UCC-1 financing statement, what are you really doing? You're creating not only a secured interest, a secured interest, right, and whatever that particular uh, item is, valuation, whatever you want to call it, right, but you also... Giving yourself the ability to create a counter deed. That's why you do the non-UCC. Now, a public record is a document that's filed or registered with a city, a county, a state, a federal government agency, or any of that shit, right, in the course of ordinary business. Okay? Now, public original documents are sometimes mistakenly registered. Most times they are always mistakenly registered with private corporations who then re-record the original as their property, which supports the presumption that one is acting in the public as a private business. Right? Now, they got y'all under what's called sole proprietors. This is why we tell you to do everything, man. You know, you should do everything in the trust. Right? I'm not going to tell you to do that, but you should. I'll suggest this. Not not legal advice. I ain't no damn lawyer, but I will give you some good sound advice personally and tell you, bro, you might want to put your shit in the trust. All right now, this public record, right? This, you know, and we, let's just look at this. Let's take a car title or mortgage note, right? Whatever you want to put your mind to, right? When this is done, right? 
there's this presumption, right, that you're acting in a fictional corporate official capacity. Right? Now, we, we know that's not the case, but that obviously is what happens. They consider you to be the straw man. They consider you to be the illegist, the fictional entity. So then you get fined and charged for every goddamn thing that happens with that piece of property or that collateral. Now, it can go either way. Okay. Now, and you know, this is really interesting because when we start talking about private deeds, right? This whole secret deed, this private counter deed, right? You do it to destroy a public deed. So if there's a public record of something, that technically that person or whatever is not the real secure party on, then you would might want to do your counter deed. See, this all ties in together. This is public versus private. Okay? I mean the birth certificate, right? This entity is not it's not it's not really yours, but it represents an authorization, right? To use this fictional business name, same type of shit. But well, then what happens when you authenticate the document? Right? You're no longer presumed to be the entity on the document anymore, are you? Now, set aside from that, they annex you. What do you think happens when you authenticate a document? They annex that document. It's set aside. It now becomes as good as the original. Hey, hey, good as the original. Now, I'm going to give y'all, and I found a couple of charts that I want to go into with y'all. I thought these were interesting charts, right? Um, So you have private registration, right? Which which re-records versus public original, right? Who, what, where, why, and how. This is an interesting chart I found. So, we have the matrix, right? And you have what you call, uh, excuse me, your God or your Father, or, or some people call them Allah or God or Buddha, whatever the hell you call it, right? And then you have your donor, <laughs> your sperm donors, right? Your, your, your maternal side, right? Um, but they also call the corporate death side, right? And then, you know, on this other side, you hold possession of your body, right? Um, and if you if you recall birthright interest, uh, the titles into one's work and life, a man is born again and credited, right? When he's born again, right? So you're supposed to actually be able to have a Bible, truth and told, and travel with a Bible to keep it real with you. So. On the corporate side of the matrix, you have the birth certificate, right? This legal title, um, the passport, right? Um, that shit like the driver's license. So what happens when you split land, right? And, and there's a land agreement, right? That's also the same type of uh, same type of shit. Because when you buy land, don't they put that land in the straw man's name? Nobody ever asked you. You want to put it right under the trust? Right? So then you get your driver's license, your social security, and all that shit. So, the birth certificate, right? And I'm going to go into some examples for y'all of 
what counter do these are, so y'all can have a better understanding of when y'all doing your UCC one and your non UCC. There is an extreme importance to do an affidavit. You must do an affidavit. Let me say that again. You must, you must have an affidavit that goes along with these financing statements and the actual lien itself. Okay? So let's go into two different examples. So you have your birth certificate registration, right? Versus what your grandma used to do, which was what? A home Bible, right? They used to write shit in the Bible. So the live birth, the original birth certificate, right, autographed and witnessed by the mother, right, is proof of being live, a live birth, right, which is born um, in what we call a, a, a corporate physical data system, right? Now, this is taken from the birth certificate as proof of place of birth, right? And this forms the corporation's soul. The proprietorship, or I should say the sole proprietorship. The, the corporation's sole proprietorship, how about that? Versus what? What your grandma used to do, which was record shit in the Bible. They used to record the deaths, the births, and all of the family events in the Bible. I know for a fact I used to watch my grandma write in her Bible. Well, I wish I knew what her Bible was today. She had some shit in there. Now, about your driver's license. See, I know y'all didn't expect this cop to go through tonight. But the UCC will deal with all of this shit. It's commercial, is it not? So the driver's license is a license, right? What they call a privilege to do something that would otherwise be illegal for the corporate soul to do. Driving is an occupation under the license to drive for a living. Versus what? What kind of what would your counter do there be? Your freedom to travel, right? See, a man can travel any time without a license, and he exercises that duty under the Constitution. Okay. What about the passport? Okay. Now, passports are necessary today for travel. For what? The corporate soul. <laughs> but a passport or a safe conduct is issued by a country government to its citizen members, or I should also call it a corporate state to its citizens, its subjects, right? So all borders are invisible, fictional constructs. There are no borders. What do you mean, Canada? What do you mean, Mexico? All this shit is contingent. Nigga, you can walk from Canada all the way down to the tip of Brazil, literally. If you wait, if you set your mind to do it and you can stand to do it, your ass could literally walk. Through all of I, dude, I, I, listen, if you want to go on uh, YouTube, it's a video on YouTube right now. Uh, this dude who got on a bike, motorcycle, and he traveled from, I think he traveled from like California all the way through Mexico down to the tip of Brazil. He traveled so far down that he got to where it was snowing. And he didn't have to fly. He took his his motorcycle. Well, look it up if you don't believe me. Okay? So, all this shit is contingent. There are no borders. Okay? None of that shit really exists. So, your passport is for the corporation's soul. But what would be the counter deed for that, right? That we, that we used to use. Or the Bible. The proof of domicile. 
right? And that's how you reclaimed your dominion, was your proof of where you domiciled. Why do you think domicile is so important? Now, what about the mortgage? Well, mortgage is, uh, you know, the word mort means dead. Dead is the pledge, so you're making a death pledge anyway. This is a dead hand, right? But basically, it's what they call an account ledger, right? To track the amount of credit applied to the account of the legal corporate salt versus what would be what the agreement to transfer between two living souls. Say, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy this house from you, right? Think about before they had mortgages, nigga. What was what was niggas doing? What was the real calendar days there? How did people really buy their homes and own them and put liens on their homes? Okay. Now what about your street address? So address is a title, right? And that's that's within a jurisdiction. And that may also refer to a geographic soil or some type of fictional territory versus what? A location, a domicile location, right? Um, you know, and sometimes, you know, living people are always on the move. So I domicile here, but I don't live here. I live in my body. Okay. Now what about baptismal records versus birth certificates, right? So a baptismal uh a baptism, excuse me, is biblical. So there ain't no problem there, right? But a certificate, uh, that's another story. What it, what's the you know, a certificate donates a security, it donates some money somewhere. That's what a certificate is for. Okay? Then you got legal tender versus lawful money. So, you know, and, and that's really interesting because when we're talking about securing your interest in something, can you can you really secure your interest in legal tender? Now, we have all seen the phrase on the dollar, this is not legal tender for all debt, public and private. Excuse me, this is legal tender, right? Legal money, right? That's fiat paper. But what's lawful money? Gold and silver. Right? So, if you got gold and silver, have you properly claimed your gold and silver? Have you done your proper counter deed for that? Have you done your proper counter deed for your house or your car or any property that you're trying to make sure that you protect? Okay. Now, what about commerce versus trade? Okay. Because commerce. Right. An exchange. And this transfer and exchange is between commercial sole proprietors and business versus trade, which is generally between living men. <laughs> I suppose I should have called my, my website Make More Trade. <laughs> but y- y'all understand, though, right? Commerce, though, is the transfer and exchange between businesses and sole proprietors. But technically, when you're doing business in the public, whether you are a uh, consumer or whether you are a producer, you're still in commerce, right? 
See, that's why I would tell y'all, like, all right, you go out, you use that social security number, or you use that uh, EIN or whatever in commerce, or let's say you use your business EIN, and somebody screws you in business some kind of way. Well, as a consumer, you have every right under consumer protection laws to go sue. They still threw you in commerce, even when you was just trying to go buy some shit. Like, I went to the store to go buy some water, and I'm in commerce. Versus trade, that's between two people, right? Trade is a more private thing. I'm going to trade my marbles for your cows, right? That's private. Now, there's also taxable versus non-taxable. Now, this this gets interesting as well because then there's the issue of, well, can you make make it known that you're not taxable on a non-UCC? Can you, I mean, can you put that out there? Of course you can if that's what your status is. Okay. Well, where's the counter deed there? She foreign or domestic, living soul or legal fiction, businesses are taxed. Right? They're taxed on use and gain versus men and women, right? Who had all charges prepaid by uh by their God, right? For forgiveness of debt. So you're supposed to be absolved of your debt. Even every, after like what seven years or some shit like that, like the Jubilee, you're supposed to be uh, absolved. Okay. So nigga, if you got debt on that credit report over seven years, man, you better use your religion. You better counter deed that on that credit report. Okay. Register auto titles versus the manufacturer's statement of origin. Register legal titles in another holder's name versus. Full powers of disposal and possession by the man who possesses the statement of origin in the physical automobile. Counter D. Okay? I'm specifically saying that for a few people out there who have issues with their cars and getting the titles back to their cars, getting the titles under their name. We did a whole webinar on this issue. We showed you the law. Learn the counter D. Learn how to go get your title back under your name. We show you the proof. It's real. It can happen. It's not no bullshit. We're not playing games. Like, all you got to do is go read the laws. Okay? Now, what about land title versus terra title? See, land is registered as possession versus terra, which is the ground record. Okay? Land is a fictional layer of control over the terra earth. A landowner is an owner of an interest, right? Paper title. As a possessor and holds his land interest right in what they call a simple fee. Okay, that's simple fee absolute. Okay? Or a fee simple relationship. Let me just pull that up for y'all. Okay? So y'all can know what a fee simple relationship is. Okay? Now, fee simple is sometimes called fee simple absolute because it is the most complete form of ownership. A fee simple buyer is given title or ownership of the property, which includes the land and any improvements to the land in perpetuity. Okay? So it's another one. In English law, a fee simple or a simple fee absolute uh, is an estate and land, a form of freehold ownership. It is a way that the real estate and the land may be owned in common law countries and is the highest possible ownership interest. That can be held in a real property, a lodial title. Okay? Is reversed to governments under a civil law structure. 
the, the right of the fee simple owner are limited by government powers of taxation, compulsory purchase, police powers, and a cheat. S cheat is a common law doctrine that transfers real property of a person who died without the heirs to the crown or the state. It serves to, to ensure that property is not left in limbo without recognized ownership. It originally applied to a number of situations where a legal interest in land was destroyed by the operation of law. Okay. So basically, the ownership of the land reverted to the immediate uh, superior feudal lords, right? So basically, um, when we talk about a fee simple relationship, it keeps it keeps that from happening, and it could also be limited further by certain encumbrances or conditions in the deed, such as, for example, condition that requires the land to be used as a public park, uh, the reservation interest, right? Any of that type of shit. Now, a deed. What we're talking about, counter deed, because this goes right along with your UCC, is a legal instrument in writing which passes, affirms, or confirms an interest, a right, or property, and that is signed, accepted, delivered, and in some jurisdictions still. It's commonly associated with transferring, conveyancing title to to property. The deed has a greater presumption of validity and is less rebuttable than an instrument signed by party to the deed. A deed can be on uh excuse, a deed can be unilateral or bilateral. See that? These include conveyances. Uh, and I want to go back to that. Unilateral or bilateral. They're talking about a contract. Nigga, I can do a deed on my car, nigga, and and make sure that it's deeded up and notarized. And guess who I don't need? The so called uh creditor? The so-called first lien holder, I don't need them for what? I have everything I need to create my counter deed, right? The deed is the modern descendant of the medieval charter, and delivery is thought to symbolically replace the ancient ceremony of livery of sizing. So delivery of sizing is an archaic legal uh, ceremony formerly practiced in feudal England and in other countries following English common law, right? Um, and basically it's used to convey holdings and property. The oldest forms of common law provided that valid conveyance of a feudal tenure and land required physical transfer by the transfer the transferor to the transferee in the presence of a witness of a piece of ground itself in the literal sense of hand to hand passing. So you understand that once you have the property like let's take your car. Once you have the car, you're good. All you gotta do then is go to your notary and create a new deed. And then have it noticed, witnessed, show where you defaulted them out, and then boom. The counter deed's now been created. You go put that in a, in, a, in a non-UCC and then create the financial statement. And then you turn around and you get the title in your name. Now, of course, it's going to be different in every state. So it may not be um, as cookie-cutter in, in every state. Right? In my state, we did that shit real easy. It didn't take much time. But your state may be a little different, so you got to play around with it. But this is why most people, when they do their UCC-1, they're doing it, and they're trying to put their name on the UCC as the debtor, and then they want to have their spiritual name as the creditor. That's cool and all. But what's your real purpose of doing the UCC? How are you properly filling it out? Are you putting affidavits with it? Are you creating the counter deeds to go with it? 
This is why they give you a collateral box. Right? Now, what about inhabitants versus a habitant? A habitant is one's permanent dwelling place, right? That's your domicile. Whereas an inhabitant is a foreigner temporarily residing in a new habitation with the intention to return to his own habitant or origin. So where do you domicile? Are you a habitant or inhabitant? Now, I like this one. U.S. citizen versus national. An American is one of the people living on the land called America. A U.S. citizen is one of the four definitions uh, of the distinct purposes of a registered person within the corporation called the United States. Uh, if you was at the seminar last weekend, I want y'all to, I want y'all to, um, if you come on the radio, I want you to give us the code that Jonah told y'all at the, um, the seminar. All right. Let me, let me see if I can pull it up. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I hella had forgot for a second, so I'm gonna pull it up right quick. Okay, here we go. So a debtor is any person who is liable for debt against whom there is a claim for debt. Um, let me find the, the one for the United States. Security agreement means an agreement that creates provider for a lien. See, all this shit goes hand in hand. Let me, let me find the other one now. Okay. I think this is it. Um... The first of this title, government corporation, means a corporation owned and controlled by the government of the United States. Government controlled by a corporation does not include a corporation. Government corporation. Government corporation. No, nope, that's not the one either. Let's see if this is it. 28 U.S.C. 3002, section 15, I believe it is. Let me pull that. Yes, it is. Okay. Here it is, United States means A, a federal corporation, B, the agency, department, commission, board, or other entity of the United States, and C, an instrumentality of the United States. Wait, so 15 of the United States means a federal corporation? Wow, so there you go. I mean, that's clear as day. The public and your private. Okay? A U.S. citizen is defined within the terms of what the federal corporation defines a U.S. citizen as, not what a national is, okay? Let's go to the next one. Uh, operation of law versus will. So a fictitious legal person cannot write a will. Why do you think that your will gets probated? Even if you write a will, when you die, they probate the estate. So therefore, a will in a depository is what they call prima facie evidence of a living soul. The will is the faculty or the endowment, right? Choosing not a piece of paper. I really don't like a will to be honest with y'all. I really don't, right? Um, because what happens is that with wills, even if you your will is airtight, 
and you die, it's something, and there's, and let's say you got two wives, or another woman wants to show up as your wife, and what happens is, is that that estate gets probated regardless, but not in the trust because it's specific, it's private, right? All right, so we got a couple more here. I would like these because if you understand your counter deed process, then you'll understand that you can counter deed any goddamn thing. As long as you are in the lawful position to do it. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Tech, uh, tacit acquiescence versus the affidavit of truth. The affidavit of truth is a secret deed. When which presented and when unrebutted stands as truth in the commerce world. Okay, affidavit of truth is very powerful. Okay, that could be a counter deed to being silent, which is acquiescence. Okay, so um, a legal resident property identified versus a uh, uh, you know somebody who's domiciled or I can't think of the word. Um, basically, we're talking about somebody who's got a temporary stay versus a domicile, right? And you can use the word reside, resident, or somebody who's domiciled, right? Counter these that. This is what we were talking about in the seminar, you know, when the, the brother went and, you know, he went to the post office to let them know that he wasn't a resident. Domicile versus dominion. A domicile sets the place of jurisdiction or the rules of the legal person that has a place um, of, of account, right? So, like, by domicile, the Missouri state, then I'm subject to the laws of the Missouri Constitution. Not the, I didn't say the state of Missouri and the Constitution of Missouri. I said the Missouri state Constitution, right? So, I, that's why I domicile. That's what I'm subject to. Okay. All right. Then you got this, you know, legal name, which I call it a Christian name as well. Right? Versus your spiritual name. Okay. Obviously, you know, one is legal. One is one that was given to you by your God. Okay. So that's pretty much it. Um, I mean, you know, you got registered versus recorded. We talked about that. You got okay. You got legal versus lawful. How about that one, right? Lawful is something that's in accordance with the law of the land, according to the law, permitted by, permitted, sanctioned, or justified by law. Lawful properly implies a thing comfortable to or enjoyed by law. Legal is a thing in the form or after the manner of law or binding by law. A writ or a warrant issuing from any court under the color of law. It's what they call a legal process. Okay. So, I mean, as you can see, when you're doing these UCCs, right, there's all types of legal and, you know, lawful. And, you know, there's all types of counties that can be done. Now, here's another chart that I found. Okay. And this breaks down a little bit of the non-UCC versus the UCC. Let's take a look at this. The non-UCC 
was created in 1787, and it was done under the Constitution of the United States of America, okay, under Universal Hard Asset Labor Money Monetary Corporation versus the UCC, which was done in 1913 in the United States, under the Universal Commercial Construction Contract, which is money and paper. Monetary corporation, right? The two forms of commercial construction contract, money and paper, for debt and credit, right? So the UCC and the non-UCC, once again, like I just told y'all and broke down, it breaks down the distinction between a creditor and a debtor relationship. So just think about your car, think about your house, think about anything, think about any of your bills, right? So under the construction bonds, one of the contractors performance bond and the labor payment bond, right? So under the UCC, you have all these types of bonds, right? You have contract bonds, performance bonds, and you have your bid bonds. So this is where when people do the GSA shit, they go and record everything, right? Because so everything was originally done for commercial construction, right? To move money around for commercial construction. So if you're the owner of a UCC construction bond, right, or paper, you would be a debtor, right? And, and this would be where the FRNs are created by the by the contractor on the contract side, right? They call that the shadow paper, okay? And then on the other side, you have the credit money, right, the bills of credit. This is also what they call shadow paper, but this releases the credit, right? So if you're the owner or the owner, excuse me, um, you acknowledge and endorse this. So, and I, I know this can get a little confusing because y'all have to see this chart. I'll, in fact, I'll make this chart available. I'll, um, I'll put this chart on my Facebook and I'll make this available for y'all to see. All right? But it's a pretty basic chart, but it breaks down the non-UCC versus the UCC in terms of bonds and what they were originally used for, right? Creating your counter deed. So, Understand this. A UCC is a financing statement. It is not a lien. It does not create the lien. It just simply notifies somebody that, hey, there is some secured interest that we got in this property, and we want to claim it. And that's really all it comes down to. Okay? You know, Let's not make it more complicated than what it should be. But I'll tell you something that y'all definitely should not be doing is you shouldn't let nobody, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, you should not let nobody make you a debtor and let them be the creditor. You know, when we used to rock with uh, honor back in the day, uh, as lawmasters, that was one of the things that kind of really pissed me off. I was like, man, how, how the hell are we making people, you know, um, part of this particular organization? But we're making them debtors. We're making this straw man debtors and giving the secure interest in all of their property over to who? This one guy. Okay? So don't allow nobody to control your shit like that. Man. You control your own shit. Control your own shit. I'll say it again. Control your own shit. Alright, so that's what it is, man. That's that's my spiel. Alright? I ain't gonna do too much more talking. 
I'm going to um, take a quick break, and we're going to go up to the call lines and see what's happening out there. Again, we'll be in New York August the 17th. We're going to be in Midtown, Jonah Bay, and myself, okay, Freedom of Nationality Seminar. All right, uh, we got a couple more before the year's up, before we're done for the year. All right, so I encourage y'all to make sure y'all come out, come check it out. All right, also, like I told y'all at the beginning of the show, if you got a business and your business, uh, you know, is new or is thriving and you want to make sure that you, uh, you know, get it out there and do some commerce, go on my website and sign up now for the new business section we got. Y'all start doing some politicking with each other. All right, well, you got to either have purchased a product or you have to have uh, been to a seminar, right? We just want to make sure that you've been in the mix, right? We don't want nobody new coming trying to promote that shit who ain't been in the mix with us. You understand? So, you know, that's what that is. All right. So with that being said, we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to uh, get me some water. And the call lines are wide open, man. They wide the fuck open. There's a lot of people out there. We're going to come back and holler at y'all next, all right? Um, 347-989-0194. I'm going to say peace to the gods. You're on the bottom line. We'll be right back. Oh, Brooklyn. We'll be right back. Peace to the gods. Dipset. Dipset. Mighty, mighty set. So all the things that you gotta take into consideration. They may hate on you, but that hate comes from a lot of love. Some niggas just wanna be like you. But it is mad cause you getting it. And they would love to get it too, but... Jealousy and admiration run neck and neck Facts Many boys say they lit by living check to check We on that big boy yacht, come with an extra deck I plump cane until my chain was looking extra wet Stay less, nigga, stay blessed Facts I'm from Harlem where all we know is how to stay fresh 20 years later, if you connected, I ain't pay yet And since the young and the old head said I'm a straight threat In front of the building, the 45 beside my gray sweats My uncle sees when gold finger was in the gray legs My cousin Ty the first to show the black and gray tech I'm on the same shit, I keep a 40 in my gray tech You hear me? Some extra points, well, of course we sold a base sweat And even checkers got kings, but I'd rather play chess Now listen, dog. I jump a nigga, then I take over I left the watch inside the beauty parlor for a makeover Makeup. Tell the kiddies we tired of the play play 30 in the 40, 100 shots inside the AK Shit, don't make me do the races like I'm TK Don't make me do that races like I'm TK Sports cars outside the crib Snipers on the roof, nigga, look ahead Different bitches, different coops through the years The proof that I'm the truth is that I'm still here We riders, Eastsiders, wild drivers I think them young sliders run your block, nigga Don't come out your house, you broke, homie So my name should never come out of your mouth The subject money and you don't know what you talking about Subtract dummies, my big homies love to take you out You see low riders Front your bitch, girl, she mine now Jet life tattoo, show you what she's about Moves made, nigga, we just trying to stay paid You just trying to get laid, me and you is not the same Word to the bird, VVS is in the wings I just stepped off the plane and puddles of champagne On another move, another album drop, another tour Done another coup for cops, another helicopter landing on the roof I'm hopping out, another strain, a nigga making a killing off that pot And it don't stop 
No brakes on the race and I'm gon' drive Nigga straight to the cake, another slice Laid on the Gucci plate, hella ice and more ice Can't see the time nor the date Sports cars outside the crib Snipers on the roof, nigga look ahead Different bitches, different coops through the years The proof that I'm the truth is that I'm still here Every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on the bottom line with Joey L. On the new Evolution Radio Network. And why do I say that? Because after 46 years and teaching you morons for 23 years, you want to take the easy way out. Because you think life is a journey. That is horseshit. Life's a journey if you're a moron and you're retarded. That's why, you know, that's what, that's what you've done with the life up heretofore. It's been a journey. And how good is the fucking journey? You tell me. Wouldn't you have rather, when the first time you went out with somebody that you thought you were in love with, Thought is the operative word. Wouldn't you have lied to have a, a template? Oh, let's follow this process instead of, because that is a journey. And all the mistakes you made and raising this fucking little shithead for kids you got instead of having this book. Life doesn't have to be a journey. It's a journey for morons. Do you think life is a journey for the Trump kids? It's a motherfucking process, the same process his daddy raised him by. Same for me. Life ain't a journey if you're my kid. It's a goddamn process. So you tell me if you're results-orientated at all, who's better off, the journey or the process? And for the most part, most people in this room and most people listening on YouTube have to come to the realization, as sad as it is, that you have pissed, you have urinated, heretofore, up until this morning, your entire life down a fucking shithole. Very simple. That's it. If you want to create massive wealth. If you just want to be a happy, slappy housewife from fucking... Dundee, or a happy, slappy bimbo from fucking Toronto, or a happy, slappy guy who goes to the Little League games in Mesa, Arizona, then that's okay. But if you want to create some fucking money, and money's not everything, but if you don't money, think money can buy happiness, you don't know where to fucking shop. Say that with an Irish accent. Okay, if, <laughs> if you don't think money can buy happiness, you don't know where to shop. If you don't think money can buy happiness, you don't know where to shop. Correct. <laughs> uh, correct. 
and but I mean, you can get money and then go save the world. You can get money and save the forests in Brazil. You make money and go save global warming, which I don't believe in. You can, I mean, and save the uh, the kids in Biafra and all that shit. But without money, you can't save a fucking thing. Don't you understand? Don't the fucking idiots on YouTube understand that? Until you make some shekels. Until you make some fucking coin. You can't help anybody. Because if love got the job done, you wouldn't all be fucked up. And I've had mothers, daughters, grandfather, daughter, uh, son. I've run three generations of the gamut in this seminar here. And they all say the exact same thing. The daughter looks to the mother, you fucked me up. The, do- the mother looks to the father, you fucked me up. And they all agree. And where it really gets dicey is the second or, three day, second or third days after they have a few drinks, a few pops. Then it, gets, it can get fucking ugly, as Sally would say. Fucking ugly. Nothing like a mother to turn on her daughter or vice versa. Nothing like it. It's like in the fucking movies. It's like a goddamn soap opera. Because that's life. And if we admit it to ourselves, then we have an opportunity to move on. If we don't, then we're just fucked in the quagmire. Show 
low Before I knock a nigga I knock her, These little hitters wanna shoot through a movie Album, drop a nigga Draco, Draco, hit him, it goes flat Turn him in a Play-Doh, lay him flat Drippin' in the Audi with the hat Riding with it on me, never let any else About what? Well, I got big fat Big fat, big fat You went about it the wrong way So we can't fix it I'm so scratchy She mad at you So she come fuck me, forget back uh, uh. Next time you bring me up Just make sure you stay big fat Tell the truth Big fat, big fat Big fat, big fat Big fat, big fat Big fat, big fat Tryna shatter me with lies I ain't with that Tell the truth Big fat, big fat Big fat, big fat Big fat, big fat Real big fat Why they mad? Cause I'm on fire And they ain't lit yet What's that, what's that And it's big fat Big one Tune in every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on the bottom line with Joey L. On the new Evolution Radio Network. We are going to go to the call line. Uh, <clears throat> 718-926. What up? Peace to God, Joey. Peace to God. Oh, shit, God. Definitely digging the show. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it. Yeah, so that's, that's a fact, dog. Uh, ain't not much, God. Um, just listening in. Uh, definitely digging the UCC shit. Um, I wanted to ask you about some mistake shit, though, if that's cool. Okay, what's that? Um, I'm, I'm trying to open a... I'm ready to open a bank account. I got the DBA. Um, do I got to do a declaration of trust, too, for the estate, or no? No, because that number is essentially almost like a social. And, and really, okay. it's nobody's business. Nobody's business what type of number it is. So when you get that number out, you give it like a social. Now, if you're using that number to open up a trust, then yeah, you do need to do a declaration. Copy. Okay. So with a bank account, not necessarily, it doesn't have to be particularly the same thing. If so I got the if GPA. the bank account is if the bank account is, if the bank account is for a trust. So when you go in there, you open up the bank account. If you're the trustee, you know, and you're the signatory on the account, then 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 you would provide that information, you understand? If it was a trust account. If it's not a trust account, it doesn't matter. Oh, as long as it's not a trust account. Oh, all right. So, uh, all right. So, what I'm trying to essentially, what I, what I want to do is um, take this state number and go open up an account like as if I was using my social. I would just do the same process, just give them a state number instead of social and they'd be good? Yep. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, yeah, that was it. God, uh, did you mention? Um, I I catch I caught the twenty eight USC three thousand two because uh, Jonah uh-huh. was definitely going over that earlier. Um, but I might I missed the uh, codes you might have been going over earlier. Did you recite them or did? Oh, uh, you, you know what? Them? I was dropping. I, I was I was actually just going through information about the UCC, so I didn't drop no codes. I'm glad you just okay. reminded me because there's a code that I'm about to drop. So, good shit. Okay, okay, that's cool, God. Well, I keep listening. I stay tuned in, God. I ain't gonna hold up the line. Okay, God, no doubt. Peace. All right, peace to the God. Peace. Um, there is one more about the drop. Let me find it because I had pulled it up too. I'm glad that brother reminded me. Let me see here. 
9-310, when, when filing required to protect security interests or agricultural liens, security interests and agricultural liens to which filing provisions do not apply. Okay, here we go. Section B, the filing of a financial statement is not necessary to protect the security interests. That is one, perfected under Section 9-308. That is perfected, number two, that is perfected under 9-309. Number three, in property subject to a statute, regulation, or treaty described in Section 9-311. And four, in goods in possession of a bailey, which is perfected under Section 9. Five, in certificated security, goods, or instruments, which is perfected without filing or possession under Section 9-312. Six, collateral in the secure party's possession. Seven, in a... Uh, certificated security, which is perfected by delivery of the security certificate to the secured party under uh, Section 9-313. Oh, I like that one. Number eight, in deposit accounts, electronic shadow paper, investment property, or letters of credit rights, which is perfected and controlled under 9-314. Okay? So if a secured party assigns a perfected security interest, or agricultural lien, a filing under this article is not required to continue the perfected status of the security interest against the creditor or transferees from the original debtor. See? That's the reason why you got to do your counter deeds. Okay? Because even though you do a UCC one, that shit's not effective. They don't give a fuck about that. Four oh seven six six eight, what up? Four oh seven six six eight, you're on the line. Joe, could you hear me, God? What up? Peace to the God. Welcome to the show. Peace to the God, man. I hear from you in a little bit. How was that seminar, God? It was good. It was good. We had a nice turnout. Good energy. Good people. We've had yeah, some well, Hispanic people that, that attended. Heard. It's getting there now, man. Oh, even even the Latinos, Latinos is getting there now, you know, so... <laughs> So good. Get Trump, get Trump, man. Get Trump. <laughs> this shit got yep. real for you. What's good? Oh, yeah. I ain't not much, man. I'm just listening to him in the show. I tuned in to Jonah uh, yesterday or the day before. I mean, he was dropping that 3002, that code that you was on Friday? Over. Oh, oh, yeah, on Friday. I think it was Friday. Mm-hmm. What day? Wednesday, Friday? What day he was on? I think he was. I don't know if he was on Friday because I didn't. I didn't yeah, I'm. I messed around, forgot to set a show up probably. He got on my head about that. Yeah, so I don't know Wednesday about show I, Yeah, I think it was Wednesday, yeah. Yeah, it was a good yeah, ass show. It was dropping some good games. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was dropping a little testimony a little bit. I ain't gonna go into it heavy about my case, bro. I finally got that shit finished. <laughs> ah, you want? That crazy. Yeah, yeah. We we actually came to a settle to an agreement. To what was for, the agreement? Um, pretty much. It was like a no-low prosecute, like you said, but it happened weird because it, it, the prosecutor actually, um, you know, some crazy shit happened where they they trying to get me for uh, failure to appear, and they had a motion hearing on that shit, and they locked me up in the courthouse, in the courtroom, and then, you know, we deliberated, and then he tried to hold me in jail for two months to the trial date because he never wanted to go to trial. That was the deal, avoiding trial. So the prosecutor actually right, came over like, yo, I got a deal for him. And the judge was like, what, what? He's like, yeah, I got a deal. So I said, I'm listening to the deal. I'm locked up in the court in the courtroom. 
And uh, he was like, shit, no prosecution. Um, just pay the, <laughs> the discovery fee of 150 and pay the court fine of 500 No charge, no adjudication. You can leave right now. I, I, I'll take that deal. All right. <laughs> After 10 months, Joey, that, that's how that you know? Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's not a, it, it's not a, it's not a total win, but it's a win. You know, they exactly. they did know they prosecuted you. So, but 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 exactly. my thing is, why would they know they prosecuted you and then and then still make you pay the fine, the court fine? Yeah, I, it wasn't a. That's what I said. It wasn't exactly a no look prosecutor. It was a little different. It was like, uh, I don't know what to call it. Like they couldn't go farther. Like you know what you said. If we went to trial. And we go up to trial and we start having trials, then they're going to come with the NOLA prosecutor. But what they kept doing was diverting trial by making up shit. Oh, you didn't come to court. Oh, you didn't come in time or an issue. You know, we kept avoiding going to the trial date. You see what I'm saying? So, and it's 10 months to try to go to trial. So, it's finally settled. So, that was that. You know, kind of see that in there. Um, I had another question, Joey. I was, I went back. In the show you had weeks ago Me and you was talking on the phone About rescinding contracts right So I went and did some research In Florida just trying to pull up All my contracts that I have in the state You had given me some game okay. on Where to start looking So we're dealing with this traffic joint When I did discovery They pulled all my driving records And that would prompt me to say How the hell they got that shit then I found out where to get all the driving records, all the original contracts, Joey, <laughs> for my driver's license. So I called them, filled out the forms, right? Send okay. it in $10 to get the complete history, original driving yeah, license you do a rescission applications. On yeah, listen to this shit, Joey. I'm just trying to tell the people listening, it's getting real out here. And what we're doing is real and it works. What y'all doing, Joey, what y'all teaching us? We really know the law, and it's changing the way society is working. No doubt. I'm just going to tell you no that doubt. for a fact. Um, I get a call. Um, I get a, a return mail. They return back my 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 paper. But I printed this off the Florida Highway Safety Department, their form, to, to pull all your contracts that you ever had. And it's their word, okay. not me. I'm just check, 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 mail it off with the money. They send it back. Say I don't know what you're ta- asking for, but you have to <laughs> check their box: driver's license, ID, application. Check. Then they said I don't know what you're asking for. I said what the fuck? I filled out your form. So I filled it out and added me an uh, affidavit saying that you know this is what I, not even affidavit, just a letter saying this is what I want. All yeah, applicants, yeah, because all when you do freedom of yeah, because yeah, because when you do a freedom information request, they make you do the affidavits now. Because that's what they want to know. Are you the one asking for this information? Who's asking for this shit? So I, it, it was like an affidavit. I signed it, but it wasn't really an affidavit. It was the application. So I just put more details behind that paper because they said attach any additional information. So I specified. I send it back. Three days later, I get a phone call, Joe, <laughs> blowing me up from from the Florida from the the State Department of Florida. They blowing me up. So I, I get mm-hmm. the message, then I call them back. I finally pick up the phone. Hey, this is Shirley, a black woman. Oh, my God, Joey. All the women, <laughs> all the people that block you are black women. I don't, I got their names now. It's 10 different agencies of black women running this shit, and they don't like niggas. All right, so I go, I, she calls me. Hey, this is Shirley. Hey, how you doing, Shirley? I'm calling from Department of State or whatever. 
we got your application you um, filled out. Yeah, okay. This is my second time saying it. Okay, good, great, great. Um, yeah, and um, um, we got everything you you asking for. Do you want it certified? Yes, I put certified on there, ma'am. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, we can give you everything. It's quite a lot of documents. She's going through all this rigmarole. Um, it's gonna be a lot of money. I said, ma'am, you haven't given me a number. You're just telling me it's a lot and it's a lot of papers. So how much? Eighty dollars minus the ten you already sent. Okay. We're we're gonna send you all the forms, but we're not gonna send the signature part. Send the original okay. contracts uh, minus the signatures. I said, excuse me. Say yeah, yeah. We, we can't send you the signature part. So I said, you're gonna send me the whole application minus the signature. Yes, yes, sir. Uh, why aren't you sending me the signature part? <laughs> Under the, she said, uh, um, driver's license protection act. I wrote it down, I'm not saying, mm-hmm. I don't know, don't quote me, but some kind of protection driver's act. I said, can you repeat that? So I wrote it down. I'm writing it down, ma'am. So I said, okay. I was calm. So I said, okay, let me ask you this. Um, if I do a Freedom of Information Act request, could I get it then? No, you still can't get it. No, no, no. I said, oh, okay. Only police officers and, and government officials could get it. So I said, they could get my information with my signature, but I can't get it? Yes, right. That's right, sir. I said, oh, okay. I said, okay, I'll be contacting. Do you still want it? I said, yes, yeah, send it to me. I'll pay you the money, but I, I'm going to do a request, uh, FOIA request um, for that, and I'll tag your name in it. What's your name, full name, and your number? She gave me everything. I said, okay, click. Just telling that story, Joey, to show you that they're blo- they know what we're doing. What you got to do? They know about what you gotta do is go. What you got to do is go over her head back. Find out who would her I do a FOIA request? Uh-huh. I would, but I would go over. I would also mm-hmm. go over her head, find out who her boss is. Everybody got a yeah, boss. Yeah, she yeah. got somebody she answers to. Absolutely. She just a peon. They told her what to do because they know now they don't fucked up. And, and that's we why know what to do. Yeah, and that's yeah, yeah. Well, you kind of played your hand by. You know what I'm saying? I did. Like, I don't. I, I don't did. Know, yeah, I you did. played your hand a little bit. So I would have just done a request and asked for everything with the affidavit straight up. But what you do now I'm gonna still do it. is, mm-hmm. you know, you don't make this, you know, what you, you don't make sue them for that shit because it is your, it's your private property. And if, and if yes. you've got a um, copyright on your name, you can tell, hey, I do hold my private property. And, you know, that that's a I do. lawsuit. It really, it really is. But, you know, do the FOIA request first, you know, and I would still go back and rescind everything that's on there and then put an affidavit with it, affidavit of rescission of anything that was, that wasn't sent. Yeah. That's a lot of ways and, to go about that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I just wanted to express that to the, to you and the people listening. It's, you know, it's getting live as hell out here, Joey. You know, me and me in court for 10 months for a driving case, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm just, you know, just something I want to express to the people real quick. One more thing, Joey. I'm gonna definitely get loud out here. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's getting it's getting real loud. So if y'all ain't ready, man, y'all better get ready. Um, what I was saying <laughs> is, um, with the um, suing the third party debt collectors, Pete. Um, I did a, a dispute for some people, um, and we sent everything. The bureau's back. Okay, we verified. We ain't got no proof. The person let months go by, whatever. You know what I'm saying? You know how people do. They don't respond in time and do the whole process. They're speedy. So I guess they got some deletions originally, but then they put it back on their report. 
And they're just showing all this stuff. So now he was going to respond back. Would he respond back by just directly saying... Hold on, hold on. Hold on. You said that they put it back on the report? Well, they get him... They have... he. We have letters saying certain things were deleted, right? Okay, okay but, yeah, but then they added it back. So you need to, you need to do the 611 process. Okay. Some stuff they didn't delete, but we send them three or four letters. Now he he let yeah, a couple so, months go after the so three or four doing? letters. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. I was saying, would you go back in there and say, "Yo, you got twenty days now. I done sent you letters six months ago. You got twenty days now because, or would you do the whole thing over since you let say three or four months pass since the, the third or fourth May? Yeah, well, he he let all that time pass. He he could start it again, but he had to stay on top mm-hmm. of it. The shit that they put back on exactly. there, he needs to do a six eleven letter for, and 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 really with stuff that they don't put, stuff that they don't pull off. You talking about the credit bureau? You just keep like for me, one of my methods is to constantly keep disputing it. I open up a, as soon as exactly. they tell me no, I open it right back up. No, that's fraud. Mm-hmm. I ain't know about that shit. It's not my account. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But you gotta mm-hmm. stay on top of it and, and keep it in their face. And anything mm-hmm. they add back on there legally, they got five days, and then you know that they put it back on there. Um, and then when they don't, you can sue them, or you you, you can do an attempt to sue. Heard that, Joey. Joey, good game always. And then let me know what those alternate numbers I text you about. Remember? <laughs> oh, yep. I'll let get me back know with when you pop in the show. Peace to the God, everybody yep, listening. Yep. I right, no doubt. Up, bro. Peace, peace. Up. peace. Peace. All right, let's go to. Uh, Go to eight seven zero eight six six. Peace to the God. Peace to the God. Welcome to the show. Hi. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. How you doing, brother? Good. Yourself? I'm great. Great. Getting better. Getting better. I got a question for you. Um, okay. Okay. Well, I got a few things. I never got my. Uh, I was at the Kansas. No, the Houston seminar, and I never got my. Uh, I had you redo the. Tax exempt ID. Mm-hmm. I've been waiting on bills and stuff, man. Yet. I got a lot of, I got a lot of them that gotta go out this week. Um, hit me in the private, so I can um get all your information. Okay. See if you're in this, in okay. this bundle that we got. You just want me to shoot you a text? Yeah, shoot me a text. Okay, I'll do that. I'm, and yeah, yeah, I yeah, have we, 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 we been terribly behind on shit, man. So we're trying to get everything caught up, man. And then with us not having seals and stuff, that took a minute to get to. So um, just text me, and uh, I'll make sure that I include you in this bundle if you're not included already. Okay, thank you. It's all good. You know, I'm just checking in, making sure you. No, it's all good. I actually made that announcement at the beginning of the show. So if you didn't hear that announcement, I made the okay. announcement at the beginning of the show. So anybody who who, who got a product out there that haven't received it, make sure y'all hit me. So. Okay. I got another question yep. for you. If I mm-hmm. do enter specific sections of the Constitution. Will they use the whole Constitution? Because they won't enter the Constitution on the record. Mm-hmm. So if I enter a specific um, section or a specific article, well, well, is that well, the only well, thing that... Well, I want to enter it on the record. Well, I thought they couldn't use the Constitution. What you mean? You can enter the Constitution on the record. Okay. Right. right. Oh, they can you know, on my behalf. I have, I, so will I they have, use only the part I have, that I, I put in? No, no, man, listen. I have literally taken the whole Constitution... You, you sign the back, you put affidavit on it, whatever, until you become a party to it. And you enter that shit into 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 the record, the whole thing. 
If he's in his a thousand pages, I've been watching niggas put a thousand pages in there. But if you ask Jonah, he may tell you to just do certain sections. I personally like to put the whole shit in there, but most people can't afford to do that. So I just go ahead and put certain sections if that's what you need to do. But make sure you put the, the okay. that, you know, what you could do, what you, like, for instance, let's say that you put the first four pages of the Constitution on there that talk about it being a Constitution. Maybe you put the articles of, uh, you know, uh, whatever the articles is in there, right, um, the Declaration or whatever. And then maybe if you got a section in there specifically about, um, let's say, ex post facto, you'll put that section in there up under all that other stuff. And highlight it. You can do that too. I've watched a lot of different ways that people have done it. Me personally, I like I tell you, I just put the whole thing in there. Okay. All right. Yeah, um, but they gotta take, could they I gotta read take this to you? And you tell me if it reads the same way that I think it reads? Because it's not, well, it's not what prior you, to me. Well, what do you read? Okay. It's. Louisiana Constitution, 1974, General Provisions, Article 12, Right to Direct Participation, Section 3. No person well, so shall I'm gonna be tell you, denied I'm tell you right that, to observe. You start, before you start reading, before you start reading, I'm going to tell you right off the bat, that's a corporate constitution because of the year, but go ahead. Okay, what does that mean? It's corporate. It means okay, well, that let, me finish, that... let me finish first. Okay, go ahead. Okay, it's Section 3, no person shall be denied to write the right to observe the deliberation of public bodies and examine public documents except in cases established by law. That's it. Right to direct okay. participation. Okay. What do you so I would put that, that in and say, okay, I, direct participation. I can choose which laws I want to be under because that's what I'm reading that it says. Uh, so I, I I see where you're going. You know there is a um, a law in Missouri in the Constitution that says that the people have the um, ability to accept and reject laws at will, uh, independent of the General Assembly by what they call referendum, right? Which is a it's like a body of people voting for shit, right? But you have the ability to do that. Mm-hmm. So my my thing is, is that's a 1974 Constitution in the state of Texas. You said Louisiana. Louisiana. So you need Louisiana. to go back and find an older one. And I would implore you to try to find one prior to 181870. Well, really, prior to 1860, really. If you can find one in that state, I know Louisiana was, a, was like a territory or some shit, right? But if you can find a constitution there that's earlier than that, you want to look for the same clause. You want to look for earlier constitutions before they became corporate. Those are, uh, that, what you're reading from is a corporate constitution. And the reason why, the reason being, is because you have to understand that the state all under the 14th Amendment. So when, when, when they did the 14th Amendment, right, and, and, then, they, and then they went back and, and they made the U.S. a, uh, a constitution, uh, excuse me, a, um, a federal corporation, States became subsidiaries to that. So now, when they make constitutions in the state, those constitutions are subject to the federal constitution versus the ones before that, which are organic. Okay. Okay. 
So, not, so just try to find one prior to 1963 that says that, that yeah, same thing. Yeah, yeah, right. Cause you usually ain't bad, but if it was me, let me see. My man, my man just texted me from Louisiana. He said, "1879." He said, "Take that one out." 1879. Okay, because I've been using the 
hey, listen, I'm kind of, you know, okay. because you got a constitutional right to, 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 to carry. So, you know, since being prohibited, then yeah, damn, you damn sure want to take care of that. One of the things when I looked it up, it was stating that anybody that has done a renunciation of U.S. citizenship is not entitled to that right, the Second Amendment right. That's what they put. I haven't done that yet. Well, well, you but, know what's you know, interesting I, about that too. What, 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 what's interesting about that though is that if you did a renunciation, then you lost the right or the, the privilege, but you always retain the right, right? But that's why it's also very important for you to go into the proper jurisdiction. You don't want to become no stateless person. Niggas is out here becoming stateless. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Your, your, your situation okay. is a little different, but did they, did they send you a denial letter? No, I, did, I was at a gun show, and they did the federal background check there. Oh, they did it immediately on you. Oh, you know why? Because you probably, because at the gun show, they give you guns right away. And then some people, they they want to make you wait like two to ten days type shit. So I guarantee you if you used to go to a pawn shop and get a gun, you get one. Okay. Yep. Because you had a, at a okay. gun show for whatever reason, if you don't already own, you already have a gun that you own? No. Not anymore. That's why. That's the reason why. At a gun show, you ain't, if you ain't never owned a gun and you're not in that federal system, they're not going to just let you do that normally I've seen it I've seen a lot of people go in there and get guns the first time don't get me wrong I have seen that but some people they're not especially niggas they're not letting niggas do that niggas no we, we, we need more time to take show back <laughs> right man I, I, I was just dumbfounded go to a pawn shop though, bro. Man, I like, would Try, 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 okay, before you do an injunction and all that, raise a bunch of flags, go to a pawn shop and try to get your gun there. Alright. You're not a criminal. Because right. I wasn't even trying to buy a pistol, bro. I was trying to buy AR-15. Oh, well, yeah, that's definitely why, nigga. Try to buy this rifle. I gotta get ready. <laughs> oh shit! Nigga, you better buy that in the private pawn shop. Like I told you, I hurt my heart, bro. You know? I hurt my heart, man. Yeah, yeah. You gotta I do got my ammo. You gotta, you gotta do stuff like yeah. You can't you can't go to a gun show and try to pick up a rifle like that the first day with no prior history of ever owning a gun, nigga. They looking at you like, what the fuck are you doing? That's not a starter okay. gun, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a but I mean, I used to hunt and all that. You know, I just I got out of it, man. I just got out of it. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. you, man. But hunters get shotguns, nigga, not AR-15. Fuck <laughs> 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 you, getting ready for Armageddon, nigga? <laughs> Hell yeah, nigga, you know it's coming. Oh shit! <laughs> it's coming. Oh shit! I think we got two years, oh. bro. Two years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny, man. I, I'm not laughing at you, bro. Laughing at you. Yeah, man, that hurts hey, my heart, bro. I love bro. black people, boy. Y'all, y'all funny, bro. It's all good, man. You know, like I said, try it again, bro. Try it again. All right, all right. I'll do that. I'll do that. All right, man. I'm gonna say peace, bro. All right, brother. Peace to the guy. Peace to the guy. <laughs> Eight one three, four three one. What up?
Peace to the gods, Joey. How you doing, bro? Good, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm in that other situation, <laughs> man. Yeah. Oh, man. man. That definitely ain't no starter. That definitely ain't no starter gun, boy. Definitely right about that. Bro. My man, my man said they denied me for that. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you have to go get my deck of cards out, man. Yeah, man, man that's a fire, bro. I'll be on that. 
I've been on my cosmology so hard. Robbie Dell too. I'm like, yo, spirit don't lie. Them cards don't never lie. People, men lie, but the cards and the energy don't never lie. For real. For real. I had a snake in my camp, bro. I had to get rid of it. One of my businesses. I kept telling people, somebody around me ain't right. Somebody ain't right. It's in the cards. <laughs> And boom, it pops up. Yeah. So, you know, it, it be like that, bro. You better on top of that spiritual shit, man. Yeah, I'm talking about that. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's, all that's this other it, shit bro. is bullshit out here, man. All this material shit and all that other shit is bullshit, man. If your, if, if your spirit ain't right. Yeah, if you don't listen to it, boy, you're going to learn a rough lesson, man. Wow. You're going to learn a fucked up lesson if you don't listen to it. Yeah, man. Plus, you know, yeah. the thing about them cards, the cosmology cards, is that's an ancient system. So, you know, once you learn that system, bro, you, you actually tapping into yeah, your ancestors. Uh, yeah, that's that's tight, man. You, you recommend any books, man? You got a book of recommend? You know, give me a little a booster. I found a couple websites, you know, but uh, I, I like reading. What kind of book? Yeah. On the cosmology. Uh, you know what? There, there is one that you can check out. There's um, well, I don't, I don't know if you can, if you can find it in the bookstore, but it's uh, Aboriginal uh, cosmology. It's um, matter of fact, it's the one that Ali Muhammad wrote. That's, but to be honest with you, I'm gonna tell you, I got some good books for you. I know exactly. Um, let me pull it up real quick. Um, just hold on. Back to book It's uh, Destiny, Destiny Car Reading Book. It's uh. There's two of them, all right? One of them is uh, Robert. So they both written by this dude named Robert Lee Kemp, all right? Robert Lee Kemp wrote two books, right? He, he wrote one, which is specifically for, like, love readings and shit like that, all right? <clears throat> that one's, like, 20 bucks. And then he wrote another one that's the Destiny Car reading book. That one's blue. One's pink, one's blue. The blue one is the one that's going to teach you the Aboriginal cosmology system. And it's funny because always, um, always look at how uh, they write it versus how we write it. They basically do the same thing. They use card systems, but they just don't tell you where the card systems derive from, right? So if you, you know, and I have to do some shows on cosmology because it all derives from us and our shit. And it's an ancient system that derives from over here. That's where the playing card system came from, right? Your ace of spades, your queens, you know, your diamonds, all that shit. That's where that shit came from. Right, so go check out that book. There's two books. Man. You can get them from Walmart.com, Amazon, any of that shit. Destiny Car Reading, Robert Lee Camp. Right, and that's going that'll get you started on learning how to actually read read your cards and your energies a little better around you. Definitely, definitely. I appreciate yep. that. Check them out. Yeah, no doubt. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get back into them damn books too. Yeah, man. I was I was reading that um that Black Root Science, man. I was like, ooh, that thing they're crazy, man. That thing they're serious, man. Oh yeah, that's a true. nice book. I'm, that's a nice book. Hey, um, last question before we go, before we go. Um, I when I get my um, for you back from child support, I gotta send it to all the bosses again. We send it from all the bosses, like the head, just them, and the clerk of the court. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, you know, I always send it to all the bosses and the clerk of the court. You can send it to the court administrator, yeah. too. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, kidding. 
All right, man, Joy. All right, peace, man. Peace to everything you do, man. Peace to the God. Oh, uh, yeah, no safe. doubt, God. No doubt. No doubt. And I just pulled this book, too. It's um, <clears throat> 2241. It's called The Cards of Destiny, um, which your birthday reveals about you, your past, your present, and your future. Hell of a book. Mm. Tell me, all you do is take our system and codify it into this book. You go get this book, you be on point with that shit. Yeah, that's tight, man. I got me a fresh deck of cards, too, man. I'm waiting to go get me a book. That's what I'm with. Damn that's right, man. Up, man. Yeah, that's, that's, mm-hmm. that's what it is. My man. Peace All to right. God. All right, Joe. Peace, God. Peace. Uh, 813-431. Well, you just got me, Joe. You just hung oh, up. Okay. All right. All right. But, uh, 504920, what up? 504-920, you there? Oh, peace, peace yeah. to the God, what's good? What up, what up, what's Joey up? Bounce, what's good, God? Peace, God, it's oh. Lord Diligent. What's up, Diligent, how you, bro? Oh, I'm all good, God, I just want to give you a shout-out, man, it's a great show, Yo, man, I'm on the road, just... Nah, I ain't on a vacation, I'm coming from a festival, I'm working. I was on the road, and I was vacation. just checking out the show. I ain't on vacation. I'm working, God. I, I just came from. I just came. I just came from getting that bag, man. I'm trying, trying, trying to keep up with the great guys, man. But listen, so you know, man, you keep doing. You man. saying you can't get a bag and take a vacation at the same time? Man? <laughs> oh yeah. Listen, in fact, that's how I do. I get the bag, and that's and that's my vacating. Vacating from all the stress my, and the, my, and, 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 yeah, and, my and all the worries. Let's talk about. Hell yeah. Let's talk about. So what's up? Oh man, I just wanted to say peace on that good show, man. You dropping some serious jewels, man. And I, I, I got a few questions, but I'm driving, okay. so I ain't get to take my notes and stuff properly. But, but I got a consultation that I'm gonna do with you in a few, man, in the next couple of days, whatever. Yeah. I'm gonna get with yeah, you on yeah, that. Yeah, I'm gonna catch up on that because you, um, you was out of town. So just hit me when you're ready. We'll knock that out. All right, for sure, man. All right, keep it up, man. I'm going to clear the line. Peace to the God. Okay, God. Great work, man. Keep okay, it up. peace to the God, bro. All right, peace. All right, peace, God. Yes, sir. Uh, let's go to 336 uh, 722. What up? Peace, God. Peace, peace, peace. Let, let the church say amen. What up? Church going to say amen, bro. You know what's up. <laughs> what's good, man? <laughs> uh, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good, man. I was just peeping out the show. I see you. I see you dropping them gems on that on the bees, man. Them counter bees. I am, man. I am. I'm. You know, it's funny. I actually, I got me a um, a tithing right here, right? And you know, I ain't done a tithing in years. So I got a tithing. Now check this out, right? This is my counter bees, and. My my mother, she's been on my head. She's like, you need to start tithing, even if you just give it to a, 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 a charitable society. <laughs> so I have my tithing here, you know, and I know you know the power of that shit, right? The spirit, like, just period, right? You know I right? know it. You know what I mean? So I think right. it's uh, that shit was actually in my hand as I answered the phone with you. So that's what's up, man. So peace to the God, bro. Welcome to the show. 
Hey, man, hey, hey, that power of that tithing, man, we ain't even get, I don't even, I don't even want to get so powerful, I don't even want to drop the gems on that type of thing nah, right but, there, man. Yeah, but, but, yeah so. but it is, though, that shit resonates, though, man. Are we trying to tell people, man, you got to, see, people be so selfish, man, you got to, you got to be in the abundance spirit all the time. You got to be in the abundance spirit all the time, I'm all in that spirit, bro. If the ancestors good to y'all, man, pay your connect. That's all. You know, be the great that's drug really what drug it is. dealer. That's really, what, that's really what it is. That's really what it is. It's the same thing as, like, if you do a ritual, right, and you put something out for the ancestors, right, you're giving back. So, you know, I, I'm looking right. I'm looking at that universally, man. Pay your connect back, man. Pay the niggas that them who hook you up, keep you protected. That's exactly right, man. I found hindsight. I'm not uh, and new evolution and 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 Jonah Bay. I, all that I come into my life, man, from doing that type. Real talk. Yeah, that's real. Yeah, that's real. That's real shit, though. That's, you know? that's real shit. Well, you know, I always always ask ancestors for guidance. You know what I'm saying? So right. I'm I'm tithing. I'm tithing for guidance. You know what I'm saying? You tithe for for clarity. You tithe for peace. You tie for all that shit in your life. Ah. So, all the, all you're the bullshit. You're making big moves, then. You're making big moves, then. You're making ain't that what you're supposed to do? Yeah, that's what you're supposed Ooh, to do. That's, that's major moves right there. You pay tribute like that. Oh, man. man you, ain't you some, oh, man, hey, but, you ready to get released, man. Unlock some stuff. <laughs> 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 Yo, that's, that, that's real shit. That's real shit, man. Yo, man. At least yeah, the king. At least the king. You brother up when you start falling out like that. I'm, uh, unleash the kingdom to earth, my man. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Uh-oh. We're going into overtime. If you want to chat, it's time to call in right now. Three four seven nine eight nine. Word, 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 word. Well, I ain't gonna keep. I ain't gonna keep the people, man. Hey, um, but I noticed that. So what you got? Because you know, every time you get sound... on, we went. We go into overtime. What you got? What's going down? Man, sound like to me. We can. We can. We can. We can take them general warranty deeds. And going down there and authenticating bad boys and put them on a non-UCC and then file a, and file a yeah. UCC one as a notice of lien on them on them bitches and then we talking about doing things. That's what it's telling me. Uh, uh, that's what the counter deed is. The counter deed destroys. There you go. Alters. There you creates go. A new, it creates there you a go. new deed. Man, I'm gonna go I would back think and with a new deed, they can become a new lien, right, or a new lien holder, <laughs> a new secure Correct. party. Correct. Correct. Yeah. That's that's powerful, man. That's powerful. Yeah, you want to drop? You want to drop anything? Cause I'm about to go back in the courts, man. You you, you got anything you want to drop, man? You know, little little little, little piece stand of advice. Your, cause I'm about to go back in the courts and a name change. Yeah. Stand on your square. Stand on your square. <laughs> make All sure right. that you uh, right. you know, on the make sure on the forms you put in correcting nationality, not 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 changing. You're making a, you're making right. a nationality correction, name correction. Right, right. That's, uh, that's right there. That's, 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 that's the that's.